Hello and welcome to Deal or No Deal, the show where we take a look at the confirmed transfers of the summer 2023 transfer window and say whether it's a good deal or a bad deal or the nearly done deals and say deal or no deal. Would we do the deal or would we not do the deal and pull out before the club in real life actually does the deal? I'm sorry to Noel, I don't know why I'm looking up, he's not dead yet. I'm sorry to Noel Edmonds and Channel 4 for stealing your gimmick. Anyway, I should look up because all these reports come to us from our Lord and Saviour, Fabrizio Romano, who if he told me I was born on the 13th of December 2073, I would believe him because everything he appears to tweet out from that wonderful Twitter account is always, always true. So we're kicking things off with Yuri Tielemans. It's been confirmed that he is leaving Leicester City on a free transfer. He is now available to speak to whoever he likes to all the way around the world of football. Would you do the deal? Would you not do the deal? You look at the quality he has shown while he's been at Leicester over the last few years. Yes, of course, that's dropped off a bit with Leicester City going down to the Championship, but I still think there's a lot of ability there, and he's on a free transfer, and he's 26 years of age, so surely he's just entering his prime, and he should get back to the levels we saw at his early times at Leicester. I think it's a no-brainer. If you saw Europa League levels, maybe even just breaking into the Champions League, like my beloved Newcastle United, on a free transfer, it's a deal. No doubt about it. Get that deal done if you can do it. There's got to be a player still in there who you can get back to the levels he showed previously. Then we see Itty Al Itty Had. I do beg my pardon. Expect Karim Benzema's final answer very soon, of course. They've offered him this deal, which is apparently 100 million euros net plus benefits per season. I don't know what that is before taxes and whatever, but you know what? It's a hell of a lot of money. It's apparently going to be a two-year deal. Apparently, Karim Benzema could be a sort of like ambassador for some World Cup stuff to do with Saudi Arabia. He's 35 years old. He's achieved everything in the game about seven times over what more can he do i tell you what if i was him i'd just do it 100 million euros net i'm, I'm sure he's been paid more than yeah 50 quid a week while he's been at real madrid but i think if that sort of money's on the table maybe i wouldn't do the ambassador stuff for the world cup bollocks i would maybe say you know just get that out the deal i'd probably take five million a year less or something like that but if i was karim benzema and i've done everything in the game obviously the only way you would think for him right now at 35 years of age is down even though he shows no sign of slowing up whatsoever i just think with madrid the way they are they're building a, a new fresh young team you would expect i know they're getting linked with Hosselu and people like that but you would expect a younger striker maybe even you know in a year or two's time certain a certain Erling Haaland maybe to come in and take your place I would, I'd just take the money I would do it you know I'd go to Saudi Arabia deal deal says Noel that's Karim Benzema ticked off and then we have Manchester City who have open transfer talks with Matteo Kovacic uh, from Chelsea positive discussions took place with the players camp in the last few days over personal terms Chelsea are open to selling Kovacic as part of a mid midfield revolution Fabrizio puts it as talks will continue soon he's 29 years of age he's It'd be weird to look at him as a replacement for Gundogan because I think Gundogan offers a hell of a lot more going forwards but everything else to Gundogan's game I think Kovacic can do just as good maybe not as good but just as good touching him he's just 
cling it on to a sort of. So I think it's a deal you've got to get done if you're Manchester City. Obviously, there's going to be sort of <laughs> the, the, the balance books. Is that the right way to put it? FFP, all that sort of stuff. It's going to be under scrutiny now from even more than it was before because of these 115 charges that have been levelled at the club. They're saying nothing's wrong. That remains to be seen. The longer and longer it goes on without FIFA or whoever's doing the uh, investigations going, nah, they're completely clear. The more and more you think that maybe Manchester City have been doing some dirty dealings in the past to get a free transfer someone as good as Kovacic who will be better you would think surrounded by better players that he as he would be at Manchester City compared to Chelsea surely that would be a no-brainer especially if Gundogan actually leaves the club surely they're going to get him signed to a new deal he's been playing like Prime Zidane in the second half of this Premier League season Liverpool plan for Alexis McAllister and um, they're uh, going to complete the, uh, the player side of the deal this week personal terms are almost agreed then finalise the deal next week Liverpool are prepared to pay the exit clause it's less than reported £70 million if all goes to plan on the player side. Once again, it's a deal that's nearly confirmed, but it, it, you've got to say it, haven't you? It's a deal that Liverpool desperately need. Their midfield, obviously James Milner has left Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain even though he doesn't really count as a player. He's injured that much. He's left as well. So there's a, a total rebuild being done in the middle of the park for Liverpool. And someone like McAllister who is that centre midfielder who can do just about everything? Yes, he's a bit on the smaller side you might say, but he can twat a ball in from 45 yards. He's got a tackle on him. He's got engine. He can do stuff backwards. He can do stuff going forwards. I think he arrived at Brighton as more of like a cam, if you want, of CAM, attacking midfielder. But they've dropped him back, I think, Brighton have. And it's, uh, it's work winners for him. And obviously, Argentina, he's a World Cup winner. A World Cup winner at Brighton, who soon should be at Liverpool. I would go and press ahead and get that deal done, especially if it is less than 70 million, because he is one of the, the hip-hop and happening footballers of the day, isn't he? So getting him done for less than 70 million is only a good thing. AC Milan are close to agreeing terms with Ruben Loftus-Cheek over a long-term contract uh, after direct contact started uh, and revealed two weeks ago. Immediately, I'm saying, no deal. No deal for Luben. Uh, for Luben? God, liquid football. Luben Loftus-Cheek. Uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, it's a no deal. I don't get him. I honestly don't get him as an England fan. Uh, I'd never understood why he made England squads as a Chelsea occasional viewer. I don't understand what he brings to the game. I think there's been lots of Chelsea managers who don't understand what his actual position is. Apparently, it's a centre midfielder, but we've seen him playing out on the right uh, last season. He just does. He never grabs a game by the Ballacks, the Michael Ballacks, and he should not be going to a team like AC Milan, who are they might be not as good as they were, you know, the season before this just season that's finished. But he, I think he's a step below them, and I do think it's a move that won't come to much. So I would go no deal for Ruben Loftus Cheek, the lube man himself, luby luby luby. Anyway, we move on to Mark Flecken who has joined Brentford as a goalkeeper because he is one. Uh, €30 million Euros release clause activate. This is an interesting one. I guess I don't know much about him. I'm not going to pretend I've seen this guy play before. Let's just say done deal because it's Brentford and uh, they they can obviously spot a player. You look at the the, the, the names they've unearthed in doing some good stuff in the Premier League. Obviously a top half finish uh, this season. But it, this has ramifications because if we look at another part of the story, uh, David Ray is obviously... Brentford's current number one. Uh, Football 21 Pro agent Juame Munel. I apologise if I butchered that name. That He's been saying, if Brentford does not lower the price tag for David Ray this summer, we'll be ready to leave as a free agent in one year. Now, you would think with Brentford parting with €30 million Euros for a goalkeeper that they would have thought David Rea was already having one foot out the door, but it would appear that the, 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 mooted, the heavily mooted £40 million or Euros, whatever it is price tag, is going to be a bit too much for certain 
certain teams that maybe David Rea could go to, like your Spurs or Man United or someone like that. It's a bit too much for them to stomach. So it's going to be interesting to see whether the arrival of this new goalkeeper will force Brentford's hand to bring the price tag down five or ten million pounds um, to try and get him out the door because surely they can't have a keeper they've presumably signed on a, the basis that you're going to be the number one because our current number one is leaving on the bench while the number one is still there. It's a mess for Brentford to work out, but as things are, 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 are sitting right now, you say Mark Flecken come in, obviously they've done their work and due diligence, uh, due diligence on him, um, so it's it's, it's, a, it's a done deal. It's, it's, it's a yes. It's a yes from me. Andres Iniesta has left Vissel Kobe after five years in Japan. It's been five years, everybody. Uh, the Spanish midfielder will make a decision on his future soon. He's been saying about how did I feel in good conditions to play and complete again and again? Iniesta has turned 39 a few days ago. And I tell you what, I don't care who you are, having Iniesta as a substitute on your bench to come on when you've got maybe a 1-0 lead, you need someone to recycle the ball, just, you know, stay within the width of the centre circle, pass the ball from side to side. Yes, he's 39. Yes, he looks like he's about 59, but that's besides the point. This is Andres Iniesta we're talking about. You've got to get it done. I'm not saying Manchester City should go and sign him, although that would be fantastic to see Iniesta working under Pep once again. You know, they're going after Kovacic. Why not go after Iniesta? Why not give him a player coach role? Let's have, a, let's have some fun. Pep Guardiola for once, you boring prick. I don't know why I said that. He's a very entertaining man, isn't he? Isn't he when he's sassy, I guess? But Iniesta, I'd get him done, me. Imagine him at Newcastle, for goodness sakes. Imagine him just Joe Linton on a yellow card, looking to be sent off, coming on as Andres Iniesta to shoot up the game and ensure Newcastle go home with a 1-0 win. I might have been taking the piss with that one there, but you know what I'm saying. Jude Bellingham's situation, right now as I'm sad to hear, 100 million euros plus add-ons is what Real Madrid are going to play Borussia Dortmund for his signature. Personal terms were agreed back in April over a long-term deal. Apparently there's no doubts about this one getting done. Uh, the, the contract with Madrid will be valid until June 2029. The salary will improve season by season. Um, it will be linked to sort of team and player bonuses he's 19 years old he's a starter for England he shows maturity beyond his years he's the complete midfielder already it's an obvious it's a, it's the most obvious one of the videos so far it's get it done no matter what price uh, he is you get it done when Jude Bellingham's involved Liverpool obviously putting all their Jude Bellingham eggs in a Jude Bellingham egg shaped basket it would it would seem for the past year or so that one's gone wrong for them and now they're sort of scrambling uh, uh, for a replacement they've they like they've got McAllister they're going to have to bring a couple more in but Jude Bellingham you get it done Real Madrid have got a fantastic player there Scott Carstner signed a one year contract extension with Manchester City keeping him at the club until the summer of 2024 he's going to stay as the third choice goalkeeper next season and general what's the word i'm looking for here not dog's body happy dog's body person to make people laugh camaraderie king the joker the jester of the locker room you watch those videos on social media where scott carson knows he's got the best life ever he's never going to play a game there's no pressure attached to his life and he's getting played handsomely to make rich young men laugh that sounds way dirty than it should do, but you know what I'm saying. Those little vignettes, vignettes, those little clips we see on social media where he's on the phone saying, oh my God, I better check my phone in case Gareth Southgate's made a call, that sort of stuff. Having someone like him as third goalkeeper, he's never going to play a game unless Pep Guardiola wants him to. Having him around the dressing room, I mean, he, he obviously has the bants. He's the Archbishop of Banterbury. He's a Bantosaurus Rex. He's a prisoner of Banterban. So therefore, it's obvious it's a deal. You keep him on, you get him, get, you get him in there. Uh, Marco is 
Asensio is on the verge of leaving Real Madrid as a free agent. There's been no agreement over a new deal. Asensio has turned down the last new bid that Real Madrid offered to him. Aston Villa have uh, submitted an opening bid to Asensio last week as negotiations have been ongoing for days. And if you're an Aston Villa fan, you're going back into Europe for the first time since 2009, I think it was. It's a done deal. It's an obvious one. Free transfer. Imagine saying a few years ago that Asensio would be on a free transfer and he would be going to somewhere like Aston Villa. It's absolutely preposterous. Even more preposterous, you would say, than Coutinho going to Aston Villa when Aston Villa weren't quite as good as they were under, or, or weren't quite as good then as they are now under Unai Emery. It's a done deal. It's a, it's a luxury player. I'm sure that uh, the way that um, Emery sets up his team, he can find obviously a place for him to be there in, in the in the starting eleven. It just it depends whether it feels like. And again, I don't watch Real Madrid all the time, but it just feels like where Asensio was as a world beater, like the next big thing a few years ago. Maybe he's dipped a little bit from there. Uh, but for a signing for someone like Aston Villa, not just in terms of what he can do on the pitch, but from the commercial side, like Asensio joining Aston Villa, shared sales for days, no doubt. I think it's a deal you get done if you can get it done. Granite Xhaka, it looks like he's going to uh, buy a Leverkusen on a permanent deal, which is a shocker for me. If you're Leverkusen, you like that. If you're Arsenal, surely you like that because Granit Xhaka has been absolutely fantastic this season. A revelation in the Premier League. He's that. I've said this before on this channel. That that uh, interview he did just after Newcastle cost him a place in the Champions League at the arse end of the 2021-2022 campaign. Whereas like players need to pull their fingers out their arseholes when he stood there, not exactly doing that himself. He's taken that and he's completely quashed any sort of like hypocrisy around it because he was dragging Arsenal through games last season and obviously he got a double on the last day of the season and now it looks like he's leaving so that'll probably leave a big hole in the Arsenal dressing room not just in terms of what he does on the pitch but in terms of what he brings to the sort of the, the place that not not like win the dog at the training ground not that sort of like ah oh, nice to see you cooling people down but in terms of leadership stuff like that um, stuff that younger players like your Sackers and whatnot can follow because while Xhaka maybe hasn't been the best professional on the pitch we obviously well documented the stuff, the, the stuff he's been uh, through down the years as I try to get the words out of my mouth um, he certainly brings something that other players at Arsenal do not bring so it's a, a good one for Leverkusen yes he's getting on a bit but it's surely going to be one that Arsenal have to fill by spunking a lot of money on somebody and who that's going to be Declan Rice who knows that would be the most ideal one, wouldn't it? But that remains to be seen. And now we have a double whammy for Juventus. As Angel Di Maria and Leandro Paredes, they're going to leave, as reported days ago, by Fabrizio. Uh, both will take some weeks before deciding the next uh, destination. PSG will let Paredes leave at uh, favourable conditions and Di Maria a free agent uh, with Europe as a priority. And Saudi clubs are interested as well. Right, so if you're Di Maria, you stay in Europe. Surely, you're not that old yet. You're not that old yet. I need to Google how old he actually is. Let me just do that for a second. Di Maria. How old is he? He's 35. He's older than I thought. That's fair enough. <laughs> Maybe I would go to Saudi Arabia and see how my final years as a player earning a you-know-what ton of money. I can't swear this is YouTube. Uh, but Paredes... So, what am I doing here? Di Maria, would you sign him as a player? I don't think I would now. I know he's 35. Maybe I would do. I've seen his name linked to Benfica. If I was Benfica, I'd give him one of them. If it was a Premier League team, I'd give him one of them. Just because of his age. And we've seen him in the Premier League once before, and it didn't quite happen for him. I thought he started off wonderfully well at Manchester United under Louis van Gaal. Louis van Gaal's red and white army. Uh, but it didn't come to anything like it should have done, in my opinion. So maybe his time in England has gone and passed. Uh, so maybe a, a deal for a Saudi Arabia team or someone like Benfica who are going to be up the top of the league whatever they're going to be doing 
Well, they'll have a good season or a bad season. They're going to be in the top two or three, aren't they? And someone like Di Maria, who, of course, has got a fantastic history of them. And that makes a lot of sense. And Paredes, I don't know. He's a bit weird, isn't he? I don't know what he is. I know he's obviously technically very proficient. But I tell you what, if I was a team at a sort of Europa League level, maybe a bit higher... One of them, I wouldn't have him. I don't know what it is about him. Every time I see him play, I'm a bit like, he has moments of brilliance like some players do, but he doesn't ever, I don't know. I'm going to stop talking about him. I've got one more transfer to do. That's Ashley Young. The club confirmed, the club Aston Villa confirms that he's leaving upon the end of his contract. He's about 47 years old. He did all right for Aston Villa at right back. I think he, uh, an upturn in fortunes uh, when Unai Emery came in. But in terms of a deal he would look to pursue for in the Premier League, maybe, maybe a Luton. Give it one of them. Maybe goes back to Watford. Give it one of them. But if you're looking to go, you know, top half of the Premier League, surely having Ashley Young has got to be one of them. It's just an age thing, isn't it? Is that ageist? Does ageism exist in football? I don't know. But just looking at what he's done and what he's turned into uh, over the past few years, I would give it a no for Ashley Young to be in the top level of the Premier League. So there we go. Maybe I should do more concrete transfers next week. We're going to develop this gimmick as it goes on. That was the first episode of Deal or No Deal. Let me know what you think down below. I've been Ross from Hold and Give, and I'll see you very soon.